Welcome back to Podcast Eden Seed. As always, thank you so much for sharing your time with me to listen to all that God has to teach us and what he's teaching me. And man, this life can be crazy. I'll tell you what, the last week and a half has been one wave after another hitting my house and my heart and our bodies. You know, this life is like an ocean. It's always changing. It's never standing completely still for very long. There's always some kind of movement. In one moment, you're just floating there in peace. And the next moment, a wave comes out of nowhere. And you're down underneath the water, trying to just get back to that breath above the surface. Then there are times we catch that wave. We anticipate it, we see it coming, and we get on that surfboard of confidence and motivation and energy of excitement. And we jump on the board and we catch that wave and ride it. Ride it all the way out to the end. Well, that in the last week and a half has not been me. <laughs> Let me tell you, sickness has hit our home. I know as so many of us um, are experiencing. And when sickness, sick town visits our home, we all know that makes us tired. When we get tired, we get weak. We feel stressed, we feel overwhelmed. We're barely making it up just to brush our teeth. In my case, put my messy hair up in a messy bun and slap on that deodorant and grab the thermometers and get all the medicines and all the homeopathic oils and spices ready and herbal teas to arm our bodies as much as we can to strengthen our immune system, to be able to make it through these waves of life that involve sickness and insecurities and doubt. And as a mother, you wanna do everything you can to help your children get through every sickness, no matter what it takes, you're gonna do whatever it takes. You are going to walk through it with them. I'm not the kind of mom that puts them in their room and uh, isolates our children. I'm the kind of mom that gets in the bed with them and comforts them and um, just does everything in, in my power to be able to give them any kind of strength and healing energy possible. Well, the first week we had a bacterial infection. At first we thought it might be COVID, um, as we all do now in this day and age. Um, but it was a bacterial infection and we all three had it, fevers and um, throats were sore and um, aching bodies. And we got through that. And the kids were back in school for two days and I was back at work 
And then the next morning, my daughter Eden, who is nine years old, woke up with a stomach ache and fever and couldn't keep anything down. I tried to get her to eat a cracker and it wouldn't stay down. Um, I wanted to make sure she was hydrated. That was the most important thing. So uh, I urged her to drink sips of water all day long. We got to 20 ounces and then at bedtime, it all came back out. Well, I was gonna wait to go to the urgent care in the morning because as we all know, going to the ER um, always seems to involve a long wait. It's a very tiresome experience going from one room to the next, um, being poked and prodded. I really wanted to avoid that, but my daughter was dehydrated and she wasn't keeping any water in and it was late at night. And so I decided, all right, we're packing it all up and we're going to the ER. And as we got our coats on and I was ushering the kids out the door, I said, God knew this would happen. He goes ahead of us. And I got in the truck and I whispered to myself just to remind myself of this truth. He goes ahead of us. <laughs> and so expecting a very harsh, stressful ride of waves at the ER, as soon as we walked in, into just the entrance, a big bust of hot air warmed our bodies and two ladies were there who warmed our hearts. God had put them there in that position of employment to be there to make sure that you know you're signed in that you get your mask before you actually enter into register and before we exited that entrance i looked at them and i said god has chosen you for this job thank you so much i mean they were so loving and so kind and they just welcomed us with open arms and that's not something that you expect in a hospital and but we were loved on as soon as we walked through the first door and then we went on to registration and the lady there I could tell she was very tired but she was also very kind and so helpful we she registered us in less than five minutes we sat down and as soon as we sat down we heard our name called for the triage so we went to the triage and the lady there was so kind uh, to the girls and so patient and I could tell she was tired of whatever wave she was going through in her life because as we all know and can imagine the medical staff nowadays are just overworked and tired and we are human and it's very hard in our jobs when we are so overworked and tired to squeeze out that extra love that extra kindness but within 10 minutes of being there the four ladies that we had encountered were all oozing with kindness and I literally felt the love of God there and I reminded myself and whispered you came ahead of us you are with us you're walking through this with us he didn't Jesus didn't just arrive when we did he already was there and preparing the hearts of these 
employees, these women, these tired, overworked women to love on us. Then we went to our next station, and as soon as we sat down, they also called our names, which surprised me. And we go into the room where they do the swabs, the blood work, and so on. Well, my daughter has um, a huge fear, as many children do, of needles. And I was not expecting blood work. I was not expecting it at all. And neither was she. And so when he pulls out all the vials and shows her the needle, trauma just exploded. <laughs> and she was filled with fear and panic. She didn't want to let him do what he needed to do. Um, it was very hard as a mother um, to be in this unprepared situation where your daughter's already sick and you're already tired. All of you are tired and it's late. And um, and then now they're pulling out needles. I wanted to stick it in her little arm. And she had a very hard time with it. Uh, but we got through it. And as I was holding her in the next waiting room while she was sobbing in my arms, they called her name again. And we went straight into the room. Um, an x-ray technician came in. He was a man, I mean, you know you meet those people that you just want to follow them around because you feel their, their encouraging, sweet, gentle spirits. And he was so amazing with, with Eden, and um, he was so caring. And then another one on, person on staff came in to check and see if we were okay and um, just made sure that we were comfortable. And not many minutes later, a nurse practitioner came in, and she was one of the most phenomenal physicians I have ever met in my life. I mean, she was excellent and she was exactly the type of physician that we needed. She listened, she cared, she um, just lifted up our hearts and really took her time and just did an amazing job. And then my daughter was given uh, the medicine and then she was able to keep water down and then we got our registration papers, our exiting papers in we left. And as we were walking out, Eden, after all of the trauma, breathed a deep breath and said, Mom, I'm so glad we came here. This was the perfect place for us. She said, that was a blessing. I said, baby, you're right. <laughs> as funny as it is, because we did not expect this visit to be this way. It really was the best possible situation in one of a worse circumstance. You know, we have these circumstances that uh, that are just so stressful and and unplanned, and and they could be so negative. But our experience there, even though she was still sick, and and we went through all of the different emotions there, um, every one that was there. And our whole experience actually was the best possible scenario in our worst case scenario. 
And we got in the truck and my other daughter, my younger daughter, Haven, she's six. She witnessed all of this with us and uh, witnessed her sister, you know, in her trauma of all these needles and watched them take their blood, take her blood. She said, God sent those people to us tonight. They were perfect for us. And I laughed again and I said, yes, baby, you're right. And as I pulled the truck out of the parking lot, I said, God, thank you for not only going with us, but for going ahead of us. In that time, the timing was divine. My plan was to get us through until the morning so we could go to the walk-in clinic that we already know and are comfortable with. But his plan was actually even a better one. As I was sitting here a few minutes ago, thinking, wow, I have not been doing a lot of podcasts lately. And then I was thinking of all the waves that have hit us. Well, you know, there was this, and then there was that, and then we were sick, and then we were better, and then we were sick again, and uh, just so many things happening that require our all of our energy. There just simply hadn't been any time in my mind to speak about it. But then God laid his hand on my shoulder, and he said, My child, the waves and the waters of life are going to continue moving. And in those hard times where you feel you don't have the energy, it's actually the divine time that is meant for you to tell others about your experience with me being present within those waves. And he reminded me of a word in Isaiah, Isaiah 43. He says, don't be afraid because I've saved you. I've called you by name and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you cross rivers, you will not drown. And when you walk through fire, you will not be burned, nor will the flames hurt you. This is because I, the Lord, am your God, your Savior. This is such an encouragement to me. Because this is just one passage out of many throughout his word throughout the Bible, where he reassures us that will the waters always be still? No. Will we always have a surfboard to just jump on, anticipate the wave, and ride it out as an epic moment of an adventure that we put as a Polaroid into our album? No. Most times... We will be passing through the waters and crossing rivers and walking through fires. But he promises that he 
will be with us, that we won't drown and we will not be burned. And the flames won't even hurt us because he is the Lord. He is the master of the waves. He is the master of the flames. He is our God, our personal God, who grieves with us in sickness and in grief. In our case, it was physical illness. But I don't think that this passage is just pointing out to one specific woe or one specific type of wave. Our hearts can be sick with grief, with fear, with doubt, heartbrokenness over loss, heartbrokenness over the way our relationships are working out or not working out, unexpected pains, the waves of mental thoughts that send us into a pit, thoughts that keep us up at night, thoughts that drive us crazy, thoughts that literally pound in our heads. And then there's the sickness of the soul, our spiritual condition, all of these are waves, waves of life. Things that we go through, hardships that we go through, where we feel we have no energy left. And he says, I've called you by name. You're mine. I'm your God. I'm not going to let you be burned up by these flames. I'm not going to just sit here and watch you as you fight for your life not to drown. I'm with you. And not only was he with us in the way that we as humans understand in our puny minds, but him being with us last night meant that he walked before us. He was at the hospital before us. He knew before Eden was even born, that this moment would happen. And he prepared it already, years ago, for this one time that we go to the ER, that Eden needed to be seen by a physician and that we needed help. He set it all up for us with just the right people to care and love on us he was loving on us and walking through these waters with us, through these people there that are overworked and tired themselves. They walked through these waters with us in our infirmity, in our sickness, but in their health, they were there and God used them. He was there in that room and he is still there in that room for everyone and anyone that enters it because of his chosen people. I just wanted to stop feeling like I'm too tired to share what God is doing through our hard waves. 
and just take 15, 20 minutes to make myself tell you about how God was there. And it's really an honor. He gets all the glory. And as I sit here even speaking and doing this podcast, it actually is giving me fuel and energy and life. Just speaking the power of the words, of the truth of his word and the truth of his presence. That no matter what waves you are experiencing right now, he is with you in them. And thank you for being with me in mine today. This is Ellie Woods. Tune in for my next podcast. You never know what wave may come. Good night.